for the first time this year, we are live on the Coach Mac Show from the Chippewa Champion Center. Thanks so much for joining us. And for the first time this year, we're going to talk about an actual football game that happened here in Mount Pleasant. Big win for the Chippewas last night, 30-27 to over the Bobcats. Really good game. Chippewa defense held off the Bobcats on that last drive to preserve the win. So Jim McElwain's team is 1-0. and We'll talk with Coach about that victory. Brock Gutierrez is finally here, even though he told us he was going to be here last week. He did make it this week, so we're excited to have our color commentator with us. And then, of course, a couple of student-athletes here as well, Danny Matowski and George Douglas, both having major contributions in last night's win. They will join us here as we'll talk all about that victory against the Bobcats and look ahead to next week's opponent, the NIU Huskies, and the first road test for Central Michigan. Jim McElwain and Brock Gutierrez will join us as we Head to the break and come back on the other side of the Coach Max show here from the Chippewa Champion Center. This is the Chippewa Sports Network from Learfield IMG College, presented by Fabiano Brothers, proud distributors of Bud and Bud Light. Richardson fakes the handoff again. Time sets. Lofts far side. Got a man. Pimpleton open at the five. He's got it. Walks into the end zone on the left side. Touchdown. Central Michigan, Richardson, and we're back Pickleton here from the from Chippewa Champion Center. It's the Coach Max Show, Adam Jackson, Jim McElwain, and Brock Gutierrez. How are we doing? Great to have the old gang back together again. I love it. Feels like we never left. It's fantastic. Well, it's good to see you again. You've got good a beard growing. You approve of this, Coach? Absolutely, 100%. It's great to, it's great to have the band back together. Right. And, and you know what? It's great to be live, so no do-overs. Yeah, right? so don't mess up this I week, know. Coach. I, a lot I, of pressure. You know, it's been great because we've been able to say, ah, cut, let's do it again. Now we can't do it, that. It was The recording process took like four or five hours That's for an right. hour show, so we got to get it on the first try tonight. You know what's also nice about tonight? We get to talk about an actual football game how about last night? Tell us a little bit about what it was like to get back out there. Yeah, it just felt so good for our guys and, and uh, what they've been through, what, what everybody in this league's been through. Um, I think it was an opportunity for all of us to realize, you know, what we miss. Let's not take it for granted. Let's go out and enjoy it. And I thought the guys played with energy, and, and you know what? They had, a, they had fun, and that's really what it's all about. This may be a question more for the players when they come up here, but for me, uh, I would have – I don't. I didn't ever need a reason to get fired up to play the game of football. You know, I always found it very easy to get excited and be out there with the guys, and whether it was a scrimmage or. But I just think, boy, that would have been weird, you know, playing in 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 front of nobody and yeah. with no sound, and and you know, the band was there, which was great, and I'm glad that they were able to be there. And, and as a player, I was like the band. Did you find that weird? I mean, yeah. it's a little strange. There's no doubt. It felt like you were playing at Bowling Green, but uh, <laughs> no, it it. Uh, it, it's one of those deals we actually talked about it and uh you know we we simulated it obviously with our scrimmages in the stadium leading up to the game you know we talked a lot about guys you can't wait for somebody to get you energized you got to do it yourself you're not going to get the crowd there um and i think in some ways it's actually easier for the road team agreed 100 percent. yeah and, and so you've got to do that much more when you're at home they seem to not find it very easy. I think they had about five uh, illegal motion calls or offside, so it uh, didn't help them out at all. No, that's, that's always a good thing. Yeah, absolutely. What was it like going into halftime when it wasn't really halftime, halftime and the lights going out? Well, you know, I got nervous that maybe we didn't pay our power bill <laughs> and uh, wasn't quite sure what was happening. But uh, I thought the officials handled it great. You know, got both sidelines together, said, look, it's going to take about a half hour for the – 
the lights to regenerate. Um, why don't we just bang it right here, come on out, and move right into the third quarter once the minute and 17 or whatever it was uh, is done. And, and I thought they handled it great. And, and you know, it was pretty seamless. You know, I mm-hmm. kind of liked kind of liked how our guys were. Okay, well, good. Okay, we'll come do this, and now we'll come out and play. Yeah, it's great to see that uh, y- you battle through that and some adversity faced for the first time. You guys actually trailed at home. That didn't happen all of last year. So let's just first start with with your guys and what you thought of the play on the field from them last night. Yeah, I, I thought we got off to a great start. You know, we took the ball, um, you know, on the coin flip, and that was something where really wanted to – more than anything, um, show a lot of confidence in a new starting quarterback, a, a new group of guys on the field. And, and you know what? I thought Charlie and the, and the offensive staff put a great couple first drives together, you know, when you script your openers. And and uh, the guys went out and executed it. And, and for us to just go down the field like we did and, and put it in the end zone, I think that was really good for D. Rich and the confidence of the guys on offense. Um, and when you look at it, from a defensive standpoint, you gave up two long, you know, home run, you know, long balls that, that we just got beat. Um, we'll get that corrected. But other than that, I thought it was a great defensive performance for the most part. Yeah, they really settled down in the second half and played lights out uh, that, that whole second half of that game. But to echo your point, that was my kind of football to possess the ball what seven minutes in in the first drive and and end in 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 a touchdown and just so many different looks i mean i know we're going to get to this later but northern illinois has got a they they have no clue what's coming at them with all the motions and all the different the different looks with the wildcats and and all of those different things that you showed at them that was for not having a you know a tune-up game if you will to go out and be sharp like that with a with a new quarterback that was the most impressive thing for me as an observer to watch Uh, it was uh, great to see and it was nice to see a young quarterback uh, gel pretty quickly with with uh, the rest of the team you know we felt going in that that there was nothing in the playbook that we still didn't have with d rich at quarterback you know he had those 10 practices of spring Uh, we were fortunate to get in before this Mm -hmm. thing hit uh, I thought he did a fantastic job of it. And, and as you could tell just kind of by his performance now in the second half, he didn't do a great job of getting his feet set and, and some things that way. But, you know, the game was not too big for him. I agree, totally agree, and that's one thing I was going to say. It, does, it doesn't look like uh, the game wasn't too big for him. He didn't make any bad decisions. He missed some throws, yeah. obviously, but that's totally fixable. There's, there was never any panic in there, even when he had a little pressure here or there. He can do all the things that he needs to do. I fielded multiple calls today from, you know, former teammates and guys that, uh, you know, we talk about central football all the time, and they were very confused by his uh, stature, if you will, okay? <laughs> you know, they're like, boy, that's what the heck? I, how, how can that kid play? I said, just wait. I said, there's really – that kid is a pretty gifted player, yeah. and he was poised, and he went out. And, you know, a lot of times you kind of protect a guy that's in his first start and – and so on and so forth. But, I mean, you got six games. He was ready for everything, and I was impressed by that. Yeah, he did a great job and beat the blitz a couple times. Absolutely. You know, when he needed it. And uh, I thought he had a great command. And one of the things that happened in the locker room afterwards, and I really, you know, it, it was spontaneous. But right before we broke, uh, Kobe Lewis uh, stood up and praised D. Rich mm-hmm. and how he, how he prepared, how he handled the game, how he – was controlled on the field, and I really thought that was a moment. You know, the team 
really got excited about mm. that. And I thought, you know, for us moving forward, that's going to be an important deal. Yeah, yeah. It really was fun to watch him last night, uh, nearly 250 yards. And I think Coach Brock and I talked about this on the broadcast. What was most impressive with no tune-up games? You go right into conference, breaking in a new quarterback, no turnovers no from turnovers. your offense. That's right. You know, I think one of the things, uh, and, and again, um, praise the offensive staff a little bit. Now, we didn't finish when we had to. There's a lot of things we got to clean up. And as an old lineman, I can't believe you haven't brought that up yet. I mean, we got to we got to go finish the <laughs> game, to right? But, 100%, but, yes, no doubt. But uh, at the end of the day, um, obviously the loss and, and, and where we're at at tight end, you know how much we like to use multiple guys. Um, you know, um, Butch goes down early with a hamstring. Uh, Keegan Kasu comes in who had basically three weeks of work at offensive tackle. <laughs> A week of work at tight end, mm -hmm. uh, Oakley, Lavalli, and then getting into pony personnel and having the two running backs and three wide receivers, which, you know, we haven't done a lot of in the past. But the need, because of the personnel and where we're at and how thin we are, thought we did a great job there. And, and the one guy I want to bring up is is uh, Lou Nichols, who mm -hmm. really took a role kind of as a fullback and did some great things in there. Yeah, I thought both backs were good in blitz pickup. Mm -hmm. uh, that was nice to see. Just, I just thought that uh, the team, there wasn't, well, I haven't watched the film, obviously, yeah. but it uh, didn't seem like there were a lot of glaring missed assignments. Just seemed like everybody was on the same page. It was good to see. I think the good thing was there wasn't any panic. Even like Correct. you mentioned, when we did go down 27-20, mm -hmm. um, there was not a sense of, oh, geez, you know, what's going on? You know, I think the guys were confident. One of the things we really stressed going into a first game is never look at the scoreboard. Just go win that play. Mm. It'll take care of itself as long as you go win that play. Obviously, the defense comes up with a turnover. We go down and score, get us right back in it. Great momentum builder and, and – uh, you know, I, I I think there were some really good things, and, and the defense really stepped up in that second half. They certainly did. Brock Gutierrez, Jim McElwain, second-year head coach for the Chippewas. Last question here before we, we hit our first break. You're breaking in a brand-new special teams group uh, with place kicker and punter, and Luke Alzinga had a couple of really nice punts, and obviously uh, Marshall Meter had to kick the game winner, what it turned into from just over 20 yards out. What can you say about their performances last night? Yeah, you know, I mean, for both kids being freshmen, um, you know, there again, I think – the fact they came in and didn't panic, you know, I thought it was good. I mean, yeah, we banged one and missed one there, but it didn't phase Marshall. That's what I liked about it. You know, on the missed extra point, came back and hit it when we needed it. Um, you know, the other thing, uh, we had a brand-new snapper as well as Riley John and, and a new holder in Mark Petrito. So we had a whole new battery back there and uh, was really happy. I was really happy with Luke's operation time. I, I – a little nervous because of how long he is, mm -hmm. um, but I thought he did a good job, and, and our operation was pretty good in the punt game. It's been a while since I've seen a punter that stands there and, and punts the football as opposed yeah. to rolling out, so I <laughs> yeah. like to see that. I'm a traditional kind of guy. Yeah, yeah, Brock had a lot of good things to say about I did punters comp last I complimented night. the punter last night, which is extremely rare for me, but that was <laughs> he, he did a heck of a job. Uh, it was right. nice to see. Well, let's bring in a couple of the guys that were main contributors uh, in last night's win over the Bobcats, 30-27. to 27. George Douglas will join us on the other side as we continue on the Chippewa Sports Network from Learfield IMG College, presented by Fabiano Brothers, proud distributors of Bud and Bud Light. 
Back here on the Coach Max Show, Adam Jackson <laughs> with Jim McElwain and our guest. He's excited to be here. Yeah. George Douglas, what a game he had last night. Unbelievable, George. Thanks for taking the time, man. No problem, Coach. Appreciate it being on the Coach Max Show. <laughs> See, it, it, we're getting somewhere. This is like the biggest I mean, smile. And yeah. I know the guys have been excited, yeah. but he knows we're live here. Yeah, it's after right. game one. He's pumped to be here. That's yeah, right. You might as well take it on. There you go. <laughs> George, I got, I got to say, man, it was a heck of a ball game you had, and really by the whole defense. Kind of what was the mindset by you guys coming out after half or after that weird half, yeah. right, and and knowing that we needed to get some stops? Kind of what was your, what was the focus as a defensive unit? Well, the focus originally was, you know, at halftime we discussed that we needed those two stops to yep. get back in that game. So as a defense, it was we need to do our job and dominate our job and then we need to get those two stops. However we get them, we need to get it ASAP. So the, out the gate, we had to be aggressive, but we also had to be on our assignments. So it, it was intense considering that first half, we kind of struggled with the assignments, getting the jitters out and whatnot. But I think we handled it pretty well. You know, you talked about something, but it, you know, I thought it was great. You know, the discipline of your eyes. Kind of talk, let the people know as a linebacker, what, wow. what, what, what is that kind of all about? Uh, discipline with the eyes as a linebacker it's so much going on like with your keys inside the box just from tight end to tight end if your eyes aren't right and the quarterback's a dual threat oh it's just going to be a long day for you (laughs) (laughs) i imagine it's got to be difficult too when there's different quarterbacks that are coming in you got to figure out who's coming in for that possession and and what they're good at yeah so originally with ohio we knew they were going to have a two quarterback system Mm -hmm. um i feel like we particularly focused on the more mobile quarterback of the two. Um, he didn't even come in until, like, I believe somewhere like third or fourth drive or something like that. And the other quarterback that I didn't really know too much about was pretty good with his arm, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah, he threw it well, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, he, he, knew his, he knew who to throw to and their advantages, the leverage, the whole nine. So respect him for that. But, you know, it's just you just got to figure out. You got to adjust. You got to figure it out on the fly. But that dual quarterback system was – for sure, challenging. Sure. Now, you, uh, you know, first time really totally extensive playing time, yeah, right? Yeah. You know, you played for us, obviously, at a lot of different things a year ago. Tell me how it is kind of settling in now, knowing that it's kind of your your baby. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, embracing that role last year was a big key because you, you taught us, like, it was team, you know, team, team, team. So once you accept your role and you dominate your role, you know, eventually you might get a better chance, a better opportunity. So I got my opportunity, and it was just, you know, the stage, Ohio, first game, home. It's a lot. First conference game, it's a lot. And it's either you're going to execute, you know, when you get the opportunity or you're not. And sure. With with the guys I had behind me and the team as a whole, I think we did a pretty good job. So um, a little background, right? Yeah. You know, I love the fact that, that you're from kind of right around here, but, yeah. you know, pretty close. But give us a little background, George. Okay, so um, George, obviously, I'm from Ypsilanti, Michigan. Yeah. I went to Belleville High School. Belleville, one of the powers, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, in, in this state. Yeah, yeah, Belleville. Uh, shout out to Coach Crowell. Yeah. Got me together. I've been a Chippewa ever since. Never thought about leaving. Don't plan on leaving. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. You're going to have to leave sometime. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, graduate, yeah. but, <laughs> no, I mean. No, hey, point. we're not in a hurry. <laughs> Take your time. <laughs> well, that's uh, – so – how was it for you? I mean, we've kind of talked with a lot of the players on here. How, how was it when we kind of got the word 
that we weren't going to play. And then all of a sudden you kind of get the word that you are. Kind of how was that for you emotionally? Emotionally, it's like a roller coaster. Yeah. Because a lot of we're all here for a reason. So when you're not, when your purpose here is not available, it makes it almost impossible to focus, you know? Yeah. We love this game. We love the process of it. We embrace it every day. So when it gets taken from you, given to you, and then taken from you, the emotions, indescribable, honestly. But I'm just glad it's back. Yeah. I'm glad they gave us the chance, and we're going to take full opportunity. <laughs> we're going to take full advantage of everything we can get. Yeah, I, I really thought the guys played with such great energy and flew around. You know, I, I, it's great to see uh, when you guys are really clicking and communicating. Tell me how important that is as a defensive guy. Yeah, so just me in general, I know being vocal in the midst of a game like that is so key, so much going on. We had a couple extended drives where they were driving on us, you know, fatigue starts to set. So just communicating, just making sure everybody's on the same page, especially with how Ohio was, in a sense, up-tempoing. They weren't going huddle, mm -hmm. but they were staying on the ball, so we had to respect them in that sense. So it was just a lot of know you know and execute it. That's right. And, and um – you know, with with your play and and uh, just 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 kind of let me know, really, how much fun was it, man? Oh man, I I couldn't sleep, coach. I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't sleep the night before. I couldn't sleep the night after. But once you get on that field, those lights, even though granted there's no fans, there's mm -hmm. no that feeling with the guys, and then that game. Like you don't want the game any. You know, we want to dominate every game and you know put up a lot of points, but. The games like that, those are the ones you live for. Yeah, and I thought, what was your guys, you know, obviously we don't get it on fourth down right there. You yeah. know, I tell the defense all the time, man, I'm, I trust you. That's why I'm going for it. Yes, sir. Um, what, what was the mindset when you took the field on that last drive? Well, just going into that fourth down, you told us originally that we're going to be a little more aggressive. And we looked you square in the eye and was like, we got you, coach, you know. So <laughs> we knew once we had those situations that we were probably going to be on the field. So defense stayed ready. And it was more of a – it was more of a let, let's go execute because, you know, our team's counting on us. Not a dang, the offense didn't get it or sure. we just fix it, you know. Yeah. Like almost like a – I want to say a more mature approach to it in a sense. Yeah, it was like a pick-me-up, you guys yeah. picking up your, your other unit yeah, out like, there. Yeah, like, don't worry about it. We got you. Like, mm -hmm. don't worry about it. We're going to go out here and do our thing. And then y'all going to come back out here, do y'all thing. We're going to keep keep it going. I want to ask you about just the linebacking court because obviously the, the big play to, to finish it, Troy Brown, oh, uh, one of your linebacker compadres there made the play, but you and Chuck and Troy, and I know sometimes you have a nickel package in there with Richard or Alonzo. Tell us about, like, the middle part of that defense and what makes you guys so tough. Yeah, uh, it was actually funny because I read something that the, they believed the weakest part of our defense this season was going to be our linebacking court due to Michael Oliver leaving last year. Michael Oliver taught me a lot before he left. I feel like CMU as a whole has had great linebackers over the last few years. So in that sense, with Troy Brown coming back and Chuck and or Charles Jones and myself all in the box at once, we have been here some some bit of time and whatnot. The experience and the communication yesterday was probably some of our best on the field together. Yeah, and it was fun to you, watch you guys fly around. Yeah, when you put that together, and we're all explosive, all of us. All of us, if we get the opportunity, we're going to take it. That's right. So, obviously, a huge week for us. Yeah. You know, we haven't played real well on the road. What's got to be the mindset this week in practice? We have to 
fix those mistakes from yesterday, and we have to dominate our jobs, not just execute. We have to dominate our jobs. That's awesome. That's awesome. Now you can tell why he's so much fun to be around. To say, he's ready to take your job. Yeah, man. I, 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 got it down. I, I'm, and I'm good with it. Yeah, absolutely. George Douglas, nine tackles last night, led the Chippewas. I got to ask you a fun one here because that ball's slippery out there on the turf. Now, a couple of your teammates had a chance to scoop up that fumble recovery. What, what happened? I mean, thankfully you were there to secure yeah. it, but it was hopping around all over the place. Yeah, so the way the play originally set up, I believe it was a pass. I believe Whiteside broke it up. Justin mm. Whiteside came and broke up the pass. So the way the ball fell originally, it was all over the place. Bodies, you know, everybody's diving for it. The line itself was already crashing. So in that sense, we don't know where it's going to go, who's going to fall on it. But when you see it, just quickest person fall on it. I don't know what you're going to do. I got my chance. I dove in head first. I was probably two feet away from getting, you know, friendly fire from other teammates. <laughs> but you got to do what you got to do, you know. That ball, I really thought another teammate of mine had it. And, you know, it just pops out. And next thing you know, you got four or five white jerseys headed towards you. And you got to make a decision. I want to ask you one more. Coach, we talked about this in the first segment, the adversity that you face in that weird halftime, not halftime, where you come back out, they score because they're already deep in your your part of the field, and then we start the third quarter, and they take the kickoff back, and and suddenly you're down for the first time uh, since Coach took over at home. How did you guys face that adversity and and tighten up and and not allow any more points the rest of the game? Well, just our defensive coordinator, uh, Coach Aki, as a whole, looked at us and calm down you know we know as long as there's still time on that clock there's a chance just off last season's adversity we had there being now most of us know how to handle it so we just tell the other guys keep doing what we're doing and it's somehow some way it just somehow manages to fall back together and that's what we did we just stayed focused when they scored we didn't think about the score we thought about how to stop them the next drive I can see why you're not worried when the defense takes the field. Sounds like he knows what he's talking about. Yeah, no, I tell you what, they're they're a great group, and and they just keep getting better and better. And knowing that they'd learn to trust each other, do your job, knowing that the next guy then is able to do his. And and that's how you play a great team defense. And I think one of the things we're getting to is – Figuring out how to play team defense. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, congrats last night on a, on a great performance and a nice week one win. Looking forward to seeing what you can do in week two. Appreciate that. Can't wait to play in IU. There you go. <laughs> Thanks, George. I appreciate you taking the time, man. Appreciate that, Coach uh, Mack. Uh, all right. All right. That's George Douglas. We'll flip to the offensive side of the ball when we come back. Big Danny Matowski will join us from the offensive line. This is the Chippewa Sports Network from Learfield IMG College, presented by Fabiano Brothers, proud distributors of Bud and Bud Light. Lewis jumps away from one, bangs off of another into the end zone, off the near hash marks. Touchdown, Kobe Lewis from eight yards out, and the Chippewas are a point away from a tie. Marshall Meter would hit that extra point to tie us at 27, and then he would kick the game-winning field goal from 22 yards out. Chippewas take down the Bobcats 30-27. to Back on the Coach Max Show, Adam Jackson, Brock Gutierrez, Jim McElwain, and one of the Bubs, current Bubs and former Bub now with us, Danny Matowski is here. How you guys doing? We're <laughs> happy to have you. How are you doing? Are you feeling all right after last night? Oh, yeah. I woke up a little sore, but, I mean, I'm, I'm feeling better now. That's awesome. I got to tell you, having Danny here, um, and, and we've done this now. We've had a couple of our first guys from our first recruiting class, and, you know, Danny was one of those guys, played a little bit last year and mm-hmm. got his feet wet. Yeah. How was it knowing that, 
you were going from start to finish last night? Uh, it was real exciting. It really was. I didn't do a whole lot of that last year and just knowing that uh, I was going to have to play the whole, whole game right. this time. Uh, didn't really get me a little nervous. It was um, I was more excited than anything. I was excited to uh, be out there the whole time, be grinding the whole time with the guys. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, for you, obviously, in, in the life, and I, I love the fact Brock's here because I know he's got some things that you guys share something in common, obviously, both bubs. Yes, and, and obviously played both for Coach Cummings. I think, you know, you guys can share some stories. There's a lot, yeah, I was just sharing a few of them with Coach Cummings. I had a couple of <laughs> couple of my former offensive line teammates call me today, as we often do after a game, and uh, we discuss the old line. So I was sharing some of that with, with Coach. And uh, th things are a little different now than they were back then. We were t talking about some of the coaching techniques. So – coaching techniques that are employed today so just know you got a kinder gentler coach Cummings than <laughs> yeah. than I had back in the day so. <laughs> you know uh, kind of is going into this season obviously um new center right and Jamez yeah. uh, you know bringing a tight end in and making him an offensive tackle um kind of tell me how that's been as far as your guys development together well I'd say uh both Jamez and Bernie have adjusted very well. Jamez, Jamez, obviously a very tough player. Bernie, freak athlete. He can do it all. They, um, I'd say they adjusted real well. Me and Jamez have been clicking uh, very well with uh, our, our combo blocks, our pass pro, switching things off and whatnot. Right, and, and against these guys, obviously their number one thing was an inside cross dog mm -hmm. in, in the very first play. You made them pay for it. <laughs> yeah. You got it, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah. uh, that was a good thing, and, and I think being able to recognize that how do you do that, you know, with the film study? What are you looking at? Well, I mean, that, and that all comes down to Coach Cummins. Coach Cummins beats that into our head all week. Pretty much, <laughs> yeah. Just, he's like, well, watch the cross. Make sure you don't miss the cross. So we, we were all thinking uh, – I, I was telling the guys before the game, I was like, you know, you, we're not going to hear the end of it if we miss the cross. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Do, do How was still? that for you? With, what's that? You know, when you know, watching film and, and getting it from Coach Cummings, how you was know, that? I need to come sit in in a meeting because for us, it was Coach Cummings' first Division One job, mm -hmm. and he was very he was very young at the time, and he was uh, uh he was a lot more um, I don't know, vocal, a lot uh, more fiery, maybe. Mm -hmm. I, I it, it was terrifying because uh, <laughs> you know, you had a group of guys that had been here for a long time. I was a I was a it was my first spring ball when he got here. He came here in the middle of the year, and it was very intense all the time. You know, do you guys still take the tests like? Oh yeah, before the game, mm -hmm. the day yep. before the game or whatever. Yep. Yeah, you know, you got to memorize the all flat the flatback journal, everything. You gotta, it's ridiculous. <laughs> the flatback journal. But like you just said, he beats it in you. You're just so dang scared. You don't want to make a mistake. And and I don't know. I, I've been I played football for a long time, 23 years of my life, uh, and I never had a coach that had me more prepared for a game than than him. So mm -hmm. uh, consider yourself lucky that you got a good one here. And and. Uh, He'll have you ready for the game. If you don't do what you what you worked on all week, well, then that's your fault. You know, yeah. what I mean? mm -hmm. you, you're gonna make you're gonna make uh, you're gonna have issues physically. You're gonna get beat once in a while. That's mm -hmm. all acceptable. But when you make mental mistakes, that's when he just comes unglued. So, mm -hmm. right. yeah. how, how was it uh, kind of with the team? Obviously, a brand new starter at quarterback. Mm -hmm. Tell me how that was uh, going into it, and and kind of, you know, how D. Rich handled it. Um. I thought Rich handled it great. Uh, just like you were saying, uh, Kobe called him out. We all praised him. I thought that was very well-deserved. Rich killed it for us all night. 
Um, honestly, for the offense, I really didn't think any of us were phased by it. I mean, we all trusted D. Rich. We all knew what he was about, and we all knew that as long as we were going to do our jobs, he was going to do his job uh, just as well. So, yeah, um, The importance of really elevating the play around that position is really what it's all about, and uh, you guys did a great job of that. Um, you know, pretty good the first couple drives. Mm -hmm. You know, tell me what that was kind of like as far as from planning and, and that kind of thing, especially, you know, as we talked about the first eight and that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. Uh, Coach Fry scripts out the first eight very well. Um, we, uh, we practiced it a lot all week. Um, the first drive, what, what was that, like seven minutes, 15, 16 plays? Yeah, that, mm -hmm. was, a, that was a grinder. After that, after, that <laughs> after that drive, I was saying I was like – well, this is what it's going to be like every drive. We're going to do the same thing. We're going to kill the clock. We're going to beat. <laughs> we're going to beat them into the ground. That's right. Yeah. In in the more, it's harder on the defensive guys when you get those 15 play drives. So man, if oh, you, yeah. the longer the drive, the better it is. And and when you can, you guys kind of in the fourth quarter kind of impose your will a little bit on on mm -hmm. their defense and start a pound on the rock. And uh, you know, as an offensive lineman, I mean, there's nothing better than that when you know you're going to come off the ball and you're running the ball every play and you're getting five, six yards. I kept thinking that you were going to bust a big one. He was so close and just you got you guys stayed with it. And uh, it, as an offensive lineman, that's the greatest thing. I mean, hopefully uh, you get to experience that a lot here because that's it's one of the best. Yeah, things a lot of pride for us Absolutely. doing that. A lot of pride for us. Now the next step is to get that first down so you don't have to have your defense on the field, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's all I'll say about that is yeah. Yeah, you know what? And I'm really glad you brought it up. Yeah, because, well, you know, I've been thinking about it all night. You know, it was it's really bothered me, yeah. uh, you know, that Trust you can't shut it down offensively. But here's a great thing and what great teams do is they pick each other Absolutely, up. Absolutely. You know, sure. no doubt about it. And the for defense sure. went out there and picked them up, and, up. And, and that's what it's all about. Um, you're, you're obviously tell us a little bit uh, – you know, where you're from and how you kind of ended up at Central Michigan. Well, uh, I'm from uh, I'm from New Baltimore, Michigan. I uh, I went to high school in Warren. Uh, I went to Warren De La Salle. And um, I was recruited by uh, the old coaching staff my, uh, my junior year. And then uh, when everything uh, happened with that and Coach Matt came in, Coach Matt called me, asked me if I uh, still wanted to be a part of it. And I was like, heck yeah, I do. And ever since then, I've been a Chippewa. Been a great leader with this class, too. And, and, you know, that first recruiting class is so important, keeping those guys together, you know, because as you guys grow, you're going to be the true leaders and, and know exactly what the expectations are going throughout the program. Mm -hmm. So uh, came in with some great guys and, and talk a little bit about, like, your roommates, who you're living with, that kind of stuff, man. Uh, I'm rooming with uh, Cade Klimczak. Uh He's another bub. He's number 72. Uh, Deontay Powell Woods. We call him Dub V because he's from West Virginia, number 65. <laughs> and uh, Cade Cote, he's a, he's an early enrollee from the class below us. Uh, he's from Canada, so – we have we got two Cades. We got American Cade and Canadian, Canadian Cade. So yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I love those guys to death. They're awesome. <laughs> How was it for you? Well, I mean, it's you, good you yeah. say that. It's, it's interesting. I mean, I'm still two of my roommates that I had. You know, one played D line, one played fullback. We're still best friends to this day. So yeah. those, those relationships are great. It's, you know, I'll tell you. Uh, my daughter's in college. She's gotten a fight with her roommate a couple weeks ago, and I said, "Why don't you guys just duke it out?" 
That's what, you know, I mean, that's what we used to do. You know, the stuff gets broke, and, and she lives with a, with a couple of guys, and she's like, I'd like to duke it out with these two guys. So I'm, do you get any of that, you know, and one of them ticks you off, and you – I fought my roommate all the time in practice because they used to let you, like, throw hands in, in yeah, practice so, back in the so, day. So then we Surprisingly come back and, not, no. Those those guys are uh, some of my best friends. Yeah, honestly. absolutely. Yeah, they were my I'll, best friends I know, too. I know, I know. <laughs> but, no, pretty much – all we pretty much do is if we're not at football, we're – Sitting in our room playing, playing video, video games, games together. Same, yeah, same pretty thing much. Was going yeah. on 30 years ago, 25 years ago, yeah. <laughs> something like that. That's great. Yeah, the only time we ever fight is about who has to take out the trash. Really. <laughs> there, you go. there you go. We usually end up making Connecticut do it. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. Classic. Well, Danny Matowski, thanks so much for joining us. It was it was super fun to watch you last night and looking forward Appreciate to this it. season. Thanks continuing. for having me. Absolutely. We'll be right back and we'll have. Brock Gutierrez, Coach McElwain, stick around, and we'll take a peek at that upcoming opponent, Northern Illinois, as we close out the Coach Mac show on the Chippewa Sports Network from Learfield IMG College, presented by Fabiano Brothers, proud distributors of Bud and Bud Light. Rourke takes the snap. Chippewas bring the four. Rourke throws across the middle, and it's knocked away at the 20-yard line. No flags, and Central Michigan's going to get a win in night one against the Bobcats. That was that last play on fourth down. The Chippewas needed a stop, and they got it. Troy Brown knocking it away from the Bobcats' tight end. Uh, that was big number Ryan Lurman, uh, number 88. So the Chippewas hold on 30-27 to in the week one victory. Jim McElwain, Brock Gutierrez here. Adam Jackson with you on our final segment. Coach, any final thoughts on that first victory before we look ahead to well, you know, number you, two? You mentioned the tight ends. Yeah. And both those guys were big sons of a gun. Yeah. Twins. You know? and, and I mean big. Yeah. And our guys were used to going up against Oakley Lavalle at, <laughs> at five foot, I'll give him 10. Yeah. All right. And, and Hunter Butchkowski, maybe 5'11, you know, those guys streaking down there. So it was a little bit of different body type for them. And, uh, you know, I thought they did a good job as a, as a uh, their offense, taking advantage of those guys' size and mm -hmm. hitting some inside seam routes. So I think uh, that's something I'm, I'm willing to bet we're going to see next week because uh, this team we have coming up has uh, some of those similar schemes. That was what was most impressive. You just look at that final play where Brown knocks it away. That's Lorman, 6'4", 250 against Troy Brown, who's 6'2", 205. So completely undersized, one-on-one -on -one coverage, and he still made the play. No, absolutely. And, and um, you know, you, you I mean, you've watched enough uh, Troy Brown now, you know, and all of last year and then obviously this year. And the guy's a great player, yeah, man. Great player. I mean, he was in a great position, made a heck yeah. of a play. Well, we got about uh, – 10, 12 minutes here left. Uh, I know you probably haven't. Uh, it's the day after the the game that you just played, but take us through what you know about NIU sure. to this point and uh, how you're getting prepared for that well, second game. You know, they they obviously had a had a ball game last night as well. Um, you know, against a, un, a really talented Buffalo team, and and the score is really not indicative. You know, they they go back to back fumble recoveries score right and then a pick six on a screen all three of those 21 points were very fluky and yet they were moving the ball up and down the field NIU was against Buffalo um, you know it's tough when you give up points like that you know obviously but a team that looks really improved from a year ago when we played them just watching last night's ball game and then sitting here watching what we did against them a year ago 
Um, you know, we got up on them pretty quickly. Uh, they had a little fight coming back, but then we kind of buried them. And the big thing for us was a year ago was explosive plays. We had huge explosive plays. Polgen had two huge ones. Um, Jonathan Ward got loose. Uh, it it was uh, uh, KP got loose. You know, it, it was one of those deals. And, and for us, going on the road, I think it's very, very important that we create some explosives. You know, we had a few the other night, but, but nowhere near what we need to do to really – really be successful. It was a game that you started up, scored on your first three drives, remembering that one against NIU 48-10 to last year. But, again, that's a first-year head coach, and now things improved. And obviously on the road, and, Coach, that's something. We're not ask- very good on the road, okay, <laughs> and it drives me crazy, all right. And uh, this is not going to be an easy one. We're going to yeah. get in the bus. I mean, this is going to be like high school ball. We're going to get in the bus that morning. Well, yeah, I wanted to ask okay. you that. Is yeah. that what Ohio did as well? No, yeah. they they came the night before on seven buses. I saw uh, that. Yeah. Um, so you have to go the day of. We're going to go the day of. Uh, obviously, we saved some money. Mm-hmm. But more importantly, we're not going to go expose ourselves at a hotel where we don't know who's been in the bubble and not. Mm-hmm. One of the things we found, you know, and, and again, we're starting late, but some of the teams have actually had their outbreaks z- uh, zeroed in based on hotel staffs and, and people that they were on the road. And well, so. It doesn't make me feel very comfortable. I yeah, travel all the time for work. I'm telling you. <laughs> so, you know, for us, look, we're going to jump on a bus. Uh, we're going to stop uh, along the way a couple times, Stretch. Um, have our meal. Get back on the bus and go play the game. Are you gonna wear your shoulder pads and your? You know, I'm thinking about we're just gonna carry him. You know, with the you know the face mask in between. Side note: When we played Michigan State in the '90s, Uh early '90s, we rode down that morning. Yeah. Now I I know it's only an hour and a half drive as opposed to five, Uh but we went the day of, and we always made fun of that. We're gonna wear our pads on the way down. That's right. Yeah, that's different than these guys have ever experienced. So. you know, uh, what time do you leave it in the morning? I mean, are you, you know, here, here's a good thing. Obviously, it won't be like uh, for us, uh, I believe it's going to be like an 8 o'clock our time kickoff. Yep. All right. Mm-hmm. Think about it as a player when you did play the night game. What did you do it's all morning worst, anyway? It's the worst game. It's the worst. Yeah. Sitting late. I can't, couldn't stand it. Yeah. And, and you know, you try to take a nap, you're, you're whatever. Yeah, you're terrible. sitting there. You're doing nothing. Well, guess what? We're doing nothing, too, on a bus. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> so, um no excuses. Uh, we're going to go down and play our ass off. Yeah, and, and Can I say – I can't say you that. You can say that one. Can I say that one? Yeah, you yeah. can. Is that legal? Can we – is that a cut or are we live? We're still – we're live. Yeah, Dang. so – Okay, sorry about that. But uh, – Hey, they haven't fired me yet. No, I, <laughs> I got you. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but, uh, no, it'll, it'll, be a, it'll be a different thing for everybody and, and us coaches included. And then that night, do you guys stay or do you drive right back after oh, no, the game? Oh, no, they uh, – Mid-American Conference rule, they got to be in school the next day. Oh. So we'll roll in here about 5, 6 in the morning, and, uh, you know, they'll just uh, get a breakfast burrito and go to class. Wow. That is tough. That's a life of a student athlete have to in go a to nutshell. Class? Yeah. Got to go to class. <laughs> These kids. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's the darndest thing I've ever yeah, seen. Things really have changed. Yeah. <laughs> Rocketeras, Jim McElwain, Adam joking. Jackson with you here as we uh, wrap up the Coach Mack show. I'm so glad Brock's back. Yeah, we missed him. We missed him. Uh, we, we know he doesn't show up for class or his I initial was, I schedule. I was in class all the time. I can guarantee you that. They used to come check everybody. 
Maybe it was just me, but I was at class. Because well, you I had believe, Coach Cummings. Clearly he scared I was you to death. Of yeah. course you were yes. in class. So now we can actually check because everything is on the Internet. That's right. So everything, all these classes that are taken virtually. Oh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. You know, and we can also tell if they're actually engaged, engaged. you know. Yeah. So it's not just hit the button and walk away. So, uh, but, but again, another, another class check on that. But uh, looking forward to this week, and I really want to see our growth as a team. Uh, between week one and two, and I know that's real cliche, but uh, at the same time, um, we've got a lot of things we've got to get better at. Okay, you say that. What are, what are a couple of things that, you, that yeah. you have to address right now and take care of? Uh, being able to run the ball in short yardage mm -hmm. um, and get short yardage. I mean, I, I really feel that. Well, you had fourth and short a couple of times, and you ran for some first downs. I mean, I think the glaring one is obviously at the end of the game. but Well, even, you know, when the drive, when we settled on a field goal down there, not being able yep. to punch it in, you know, from the six-yard line. I right, mean, right. And, and what I didn't want to do there was give the ball – back to them I wanted to bleed some clock and that's mm -hmm. where you got to rely on your offense saying we're going to finish and uh, so I think we've got to finish number one number two um, obviously get that uh, kickoff cover team organized uh, you know we've got to get better hang time with the kicker give our guys a chance to cover it and then we've got to be able to you know tackle when we got somebody in the hole absolutely okay those are those are good ones yeah what do you have for us? No, no, actually, those are all things that I would have uh, thought about saying. Absolutely. Yeah. Question, uh, you know, when you talked about kickoff, I kind of was, was it two, was there two looks there? You know, like a lot of times I think it, it, when I watch NFL football or, or college as well, you know, you kick it to the, through the end zone, they get it at the 25. Yeah. Aren't you trying to kick to the hash, maybe inside the five-yard line, you directionally kick it to we're, a spot? We're trying to kick it to the numbers – Numbers, okay. You know, sure. between the hash and the sideline. Yep, okay. And with some air underneath Absolutely. it. Absolutely. So yep. we can go try to pin them down there. Obviously, we did a great job of hitting line drives to the middle or the hash. That's right. A, that, yeah, and we talked so, about that. We talked about that in the yeah. air last night. That's a killer yeah. for a coverage team. No, and, and – uh, same thing that happened last year to us, you know, the, the one against Miami of Ohio. Not that I'm bringing up sore subjects, but now I'm really upset. But, um, <laughs> Sorry. you know, uh, way to go. But, uh, you know, there again, line drive, and you don't give your guys a chance to go down and cover. Now, can he, is, is he, uh, can he kick it through the end zone? Is that, yeah, you is that know an option what? as well? It, um, you know, it, a lot of those were against that wind. Yep. You know, yeah, the yeah. wind was coming it into was. the scoreboard. Mm -hmm. You noticed he kicked it through the end zone every Absolutely. time we kicked it towards yep. the building. When we kicked towards the end zone uh, or the scoreboard, we should have probably put the ball on the ground because I don't think he could have put it through the end zone. Okay. He's a Eaton Rapids former soccer player. He can do whatever he needs oh, to yeah, do. He can make it rain out there. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say this. For, for a true freshman, him coming in and doing what he did uh, with a new holder, new snapper, I mean, all those things. Um, I, I, we've got a really good one in Marshall. Good. Well, we're excited, Coach, to see what you guys do in week two, 30-27. to 27. Last night, as you mentioned, it's an 8 o'clock Eastern time start next Wednesday. It'll be on ESPNU, and obviously you can listen to the call here on the Chippewa Sports Network. You know what I would do? I would tell them to turn the sound down and listen yeah. to you guys that's what, that's a what lot of people, people did do. yeah yeah I, I think that's the way to go and and maybe then they would enjoy a 
Bud and Bud Light from Fabiano Brothers. There you go. Doing it. Absolutely. Best way to do it. Coverage begins at 7 Eastern time next Wednesday. He's Brock Ateris. He's Coach McElwain. I'm Adam Jackson. We'll talk to you next Wednesday. Have a good night.